Welcome back to Black Me Up Podcast, everybody. We are a weekly podcast that discusses life, culture, and adulthood from the perspectives of two Black women living in Seattle. I'm Day. And I'm Lily. And we love doing this and coming to you guys every week. (laughs) So we have a super fun topic lined up but before we get into the main topic y'all know what we need to do lily what's our word oh damn i I don't know what it is (laughs) i don't know what it is i always forget like okay uh give me a moment give me a moment word of the week um appreciation that's beautiful yes Um, another beautiful one yeah, this week I've been trying to uh, really show people that are in my life and around me how much I appreciate them. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Oh, my God. Shout out to you, Lily. I'm very happy to hear that. And appreciation, that is the word of the week. I really hope some of you guys are writing this down because... <laughs> I'm not, but I really want a list I'm of words <laughs> at the end of the year so that we could see all of the words that, that you've done because I think I it's really feel awesome. like though I've probably repeated a couple. Shit. The, let the, the people need to let us know. Whoever the first listener is to call Lily out and say, hey, you've done this word twice, <laughs> then we'll be like, okay, you got good ears. And we'll know that you're like, you know, listening. <laughs> exactly consistent and listening so shout out to that shout out to appreciation so my article of le week is so i'm actually debating i'm doing a mental debate very quick but i think i'm going to go with a woman was charged with (laughs) a woman was charged with a felony for not returning a vhs tape and she found that out uh 21 years later so I will post the link to that on our Twitter once I release this episode <laughs> so we can read together. I, like, I think I've, I've actually read that article. It was, did I? Mm-hmm. You probably have because I've had this saved for a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, probably. But it was ridiculous when I read it. Mm-hmm. McBride was charged with a felony embezzlement of rental property in Oklahoma where she previously lived in March of 2000 more than after a year after the tape Sabrina the teenage witch was returned was to be returned the court records show so she believed that her boyfriend at the time who had two young daughters rented the tape in her name because she knows that she didn't she's never seen an episode or a movie of Sabrina the teenage witch <laughs> Damn, I don't know how I would feel if I was in that situation. And I'd, I'd be hurt. I'd be scared. I'd be like, um. <laughs> right? Like, damn, nigga, it's been that long. But at the same time, she probably did sign a contract and all that. So. Exactly. So, yeah, Blockbusters is no longer around, but the nostalgia still exists. Actually, I don't even know if it was Blockbusters. It just said v- uh, VHS rental place. Most likely. Um, yeah, I'm assuming. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, that was shoot. A long time ago. A long time ago. So, yeah, the, um, the link for that article will be on Twitter. So, boom, shout out to that. So, let's get an ad going and then we will get into the main topic. Okay, so for this week's main topic, Lily brought a good topic and a conversation starter to the table so Lily take it away yeah I was talking to a friend um was it today or yesterday I can't remember my days anyways um just like the whole aspect of like relationships and dating the dating life and one so one question that I had for you specifically was like, what do you see? Because, damn, I can't even think. <laughs> I can't even talk properly. Um, how do you see yourself being a stay-at-home mom? Would you like to be a stay-at-home mom? And what if you were in a situation where you've met someone 
when you guys are talking about uh, marriage and all that good stuff. And he mentions, okay, I would like my wife to stay at home. How would you feel about that? Mm, Good question. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. So one, would I prefer to be a stay-at-home wife? I currently don't have any preferences right now, but that could change. You know, that could change later. But I also don't currently foresee myself in the future wanting to be one. Just because I do enjoy working, I enjoy getting out of the house, and I enjoy, like, having a space and a time to myself, like a designated, you know, just something like that. I don't know, a place to go to, especially if it's an office. Right. I mean, I guess if if we start from the beginning, do you want kids? Yes, absolutely. Okay, perfect. So you rather be, so once you pop them kids out, say your first kid, mm-hmm. would you rather go, str- not straight into work, you know, give you a, probably a good a couple months, six months. Exactly. Or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say, let's just, just for the situation, like six months. Right. Okay. okay. After six months, would you want to go right into working? Maybe not necessarily. My ideally, ideally, but whatever happens, ideally, you know. But ideally, right. I want, I would appreciate to be at a stage in my life having my first kid already where I've established my spot at work so that when I do my maternity leave, I could leave comfortably and for an extended amount of time. So for a little bit longer than necessary. So um, I would honestly like a year, two years off, off of work. And then even into the second year, having the ability to work from home, especially if I'm doing my dream thing, ideally my work at home thing um that would that would be my dream so that I could um stay with my child and also do work and and assimilate a schedule of working and my child but also having my child seeing me work um that's also important for me Mm. Uh, yeah I feel like that's a that's a good a good blend of being at home, but also being productive to some degree. I mean, right, but like, at the long term, in the long term, hell no, I'm not staying at home. <laughs> I get bored. Mm-hmm. A bitch get bored. Right, but, but then at the same time, I want to emphasize like being a stay at home mom is not not. I'm not saying it's not being productive. Exactly, but... exactly. But in my idea of productive is not doing nothing but house cleaning day after day after day and just right. sitting there watching my, not even to sound like, uh, you know, but sitting there watching my children day after day. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I would love to get out of the house, do my own thing and not feel bad about getting out of the house. Cause, and there's nothing wrong with feeling bad about getting out of the house, but you know, feel like I can and comfortably. Right. And that's the thing is like, Stay at home mom looks different for everyone. For everyone, exactly. Right. And so that that was like that leads to my next question. Say you were <clears throat> talking to your significant other and mm-hmm. you know they mentioned like I, I would prefer like I have all the finances set, you're good, I make enough to provide for us to where you don't need to work, would you take that opportunity and not work or would you still? Mm, I'd say, well, if that is the case and if you want me to stay at home and be my best and most attentive to our child or children, then I would appreciate if I could pick up a side hobby that I could also do at home. So where it could be something like knitting, like just to bring up something that could take up time to where I'm using my hands, knitting. And then maybe bring in a babysitter so that the kids are still attentive because I don't just want to plop them down in front of a television, you know, but I also don't want to be in a completely different room and not have them, you know, being watched. So yeah, a babysitter would be awesome. And then somebody who I could also talk to who I know would be coming over once or twice a week while during my hour or two of knitting, you know? Mm. So that's kind of ideal. That brings up another question that I have. Like, yes. Say, okay, you're in that situation. Your husband takes all takes care of all the finances, and you have 
that little hobby that you're doing, but you're quote unquote stay at home mom, right? Right. And um, and you have that assistance, and you're doing your dream job or hobby, whatever it is. Is that is that enough for you? As right, like fulfilling. A, fulfilling as a woman and as a mother, or would you require? Because okay, there was an. Uh, there was like this uh, article thing that I read where um, this this husband was saying how his life is so nice and his woman doesn't have to work and she's she he provides um, her financial needs and she's a stay-at-home mom and everything's great, right? And he pays for everything and all that. And then later on, months go by, and then she ends up filing a divorce mm. because she said, yeah, financially he, you know, provided, but emotionally he wasn't there and he mm. never gave me time. And, you know, there was never that one-on-one time, spending time or doing things together because he was so focused on work, right? Mm-hmm. And so she she was unhappy overall. Mm. So that goes back to my question is because some, there are some women, there are some women that are like, oh, if my husband takes care of me financially and they want to be a stay-at-home mom and um, I can stay with the kids at home, then I'm, I'm a happy woman. That's mm-hmm. all I need. I'm mm-hmm. willing to you know, take care of the kids, clean the house, do all that, as long as he has the finances taken care of. And there are men that also want that from some women, right? Mm-hmm. And... But, but then, like, not all women are like that. Exactly. Some women do want more, more than just financial. Like, you know what I mean? And to answer that initial question of would it be fulfilling, I think that's why in my mind I so desperately want to do a bunch of fulfilling things before I have a child, you know what I mean? So that when I do have a child, it's like... I'm not quote unquote wasting, even though I know it's not wasting, but so I don't feel like I'm not doing anything that I could be missing out on, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And well, so in the sense of from, from your partner. Right. And right. hopefully my partner would understand I want to do things too, because if not, then why, why do you just want me in the house to take care of a child? <laughs> that, that would be my question. To your partner, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my brain is working right now. I'm just, I'm would you? Would you be a housewife? Um, I can see myself doing both. Doing both. Mm-hmm. I don't mind being a housewife. I enjoy spending time with my children, or my kid. Mm-hmm. I enjoy being home with my kid and. And if my husband asked me to be a housewife, I would have no problem as long as I am also emotionally and mentally supported. Yes, that's important. my husband. And that is important. Right. Because, yes, I will also be doing hobbies Mm -hmm. outside of my house, but... If there isn't that, and I, it's like, I expect it from him. I expect it from him, but he should also expect it from me. Exactly. And that's what I was, that's what I was trying to get at when I was going on. I was going to say, I hope that also my husband is in the same mindset where it's like, like if we're both working, we're both hard workers. So we can both spend time with the child why am I expected to spend the most time it's like yeah you could work overtime you could do this and this but it's like at the end of the day why am I expected and relied on to do the most it's like if I say I have a work trip and it's like it requires me to be gone for a weekend would that be okay or would that be too much at the end of the day I want to know that you can also handle the responsibilities of the child and I guess my efforts or 
my attitude probably wouldn't express that, but that's what I would want. I would want to know that you could be left alone. Um, and I would want to know that I could be gone and you could hold it down house and all, you know, house child and all, and know that it's not all on me or even one or two things is on me. You could do all the things just like I can do all the things and we can do all things together, you know? So you would prefer to have like that equal level, like I'm productive out of the house, so are you, but also mm-hmm. you can be productive in the house in the sense of like holding down the house. And the right. And it's not even saying like, and that means even chores, like I vacuum, you do dishes, like I do laundry, you do this. It's like, no, I do what I like and you do what you like around the house and we both hold our own. It's like, I enjoy doing dishes. I enjoy vacuuming. I enjoy doing basic, like quote unquote housewife shit, you know, but it's like at the end of the day on a day when I'm tired, don't roll your eyes when there's a full sink of dishes, do them, <laughs> you know, because yeah, I'm physically unable, you know, because I'm right. tired because I work you know, and that's the kind of things that you'd hope, right, that I would hope, but maybe I'm asking too much. <laughs> I don't think there's such thing as, well, actually, there is such thing as asking. There, there, so, sometimes there is such thing as too much, and I've seen a couple threads on Twitter featuring those too much women. <laughs> there's somebody for everybody to some degree, okay? Exactly. Um, as long as you understand what you want and don't want and able to communicate those things in a respectful manner, there's somebody mm-hmm. that's going to also be on the same page as you. Exactly. So. Because I definitely do not want no husband that, that be like, um, yeah, you stay at home, housewife, blah, blah, blah. But then he has a secretary that he's fucking late night in the office. Is like, that's. Right. <laughs> I hate that that's what right. I imagine, but that is what I imagine. And when you think uh, of housewives, not when I think of housewives necessarily, but the housewife that's like, yeah, my husband just works like, yeah, all he does is work. <laughs> that's what I think um, when it comes to that. Work. He does more than just work. But it's like when it's like, yeah, I'm a housewife and I do my own thing. And also my husband works and then he comes home and he he spends time with us. But also he has his friends that he plays basketball with or that he, you know, does whatever with. Then it's like, OK, it's all even. It's not just all work, because if it's all work, then it ain't all work. <laughs> I guess that's just my mind, but I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting because, like I said earlier, a housewife can be... Can be a bunch of different things, exactly. Yeah, different A housewife isn't limited to one thing. Right. But in my mind, in my mind, housewife just does not work a nine to five, but they, they could do anything else. But when I say housewife, it is a woman who is not working a nine to five doing anything else just like a woman working a nine-to-five can do but it is a working woman not working a nine-to-five so because i i know a lot of awesome housewives and i also know a lot of awesome housewives that are in amazing relationships so they're they none of their experiences weigh in on me i guess it's just movies because i just be thinking of movies <laughs> yeah and i think that's why i was like saying stay at home mom mm-hmm. instead of a housewife housewife because when I when I say stay at home mom I mean like a mom that takes care of her kids but also has other responsibilities that are excluding the house and excluding children and so because I've seen so many uh, stay at home moms or stay at home dads as well I love uh, stay at home dads it's so cute right that take care of the children keep the house together but also have a side business online or Mm -hmm. Um, volunteers you know somewhere or like has little like a hobby a hobby at home that does make them money somehow you know I love that yeah and I I love that I guess I love that right and so yeah it's like again it's the the word what does the word mean what does the word mean exactly? And I guess when I imagine stay-at-home mom, I don't imagine a woman just chilling there with children, but I imagine someone who feels, has that internal, internal feeling of needing 
to stay and always be with the children. Mm-hmm. And of course you get that w- when you're a mom, of course, I'm not saying that you don't, but when, when I think of stay at home mom, I'm thinking, I don't know. A, I don't know what I imagine. Right. I guess because I'm still young and seeing how different women of different ages navigate their women, their motherhood and their journey through motherhood. And I'm just like, how, what there's do I want multiple, my, like, there's multiple yeah. paths. Multiple paths, different journeys. And it's not just this one straight, narrow, linear, okay, this is how you're supposed to do it. This is how you're mm-hmm. supposed to raise kids. Like, I just know that when I do have a kid, my one thing is I just know that I want to have some some things accomplished. Like, and that's my one of thing. Course. I'm just like, I just really want to do something. Of course. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. That makes me think of another question. Like, because I realize how, I mean, makes sense. Like, because you mentioned the age thing. Like, the closer, do you ever feel, the closer you get to 30, there's like a pressure Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I don't feel that pressure. And it's very sad, especially, I guess, especially because I know a lot of people in their 30s who speak so openly and freely about how you find yourself and how your 30s really is just a more advanced 20s. And how even though you are older, you're not the oldest and you're definitely not fucking decrepit like young people make it seem so I definitely think when it comes to me approaching my 30s I definitely want to have a child by 32 but if I don't have a child by 30 I'm not gonna have so much pressure on myself because I know that I wanted I personally wanted deep down in my heart to spend my 20s doing something else and like traveling or and like I'm not even doing that, and I'm beating myself up. I'm like I'm 20 fucking four. The fuck? Where the fuck am I supposed to go? I can't even leave the state. I can't even leave the city. Thanks, COVID. <laughs> exactly. So, oh my. Because I realize a lot of like a lot of. I mean, I know a lot of 30 year olds, and um, especially the women. They, it's interesting because they start like beating themselves up and and then getting that pressure of okay I need to start a family I need to start a family and they're 30 and they're sitting there like forcing relationships to happen and that's what I don't want to happen and then but then when you step back like as someone that is not in that mental state and you look at it and like girl this looks like a hot mess mm-hmm. like don't and it's, it's just interesting to see it because they want something so, 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 so badly. They're willing to, like, go through the worst toxic people ever. And it's just like, don't fucking do that, you know? And I get it. The biological clock is ticking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> definitely. Ain't no doubt about that. Ain't no doubt about that. I can definitely hear it. But that still, sh- I, I don't even know how to explain it, like, and that's funny that you said that the moment you said my biological clock is ticking I thought of shameless Maya because on YouTube and I still need to watch the video she posted how she just had her is it her first or her second I believe it's her first first. her first first baby at 39 and I was like that's fucking goals and she's doing a home birth beautiful and she did a home birth just like I've been envisioning in my mind literally since high school like yes it's so gorgeous. So I, I still need to watch that video. But that just made me so happy. And that just made me hope that women realize like, um, you don't have to start like this as soon as you know, you feel like you need to, you could wait, you can get established, you could figure out what you want to do. So that when you do choose to have a child, you know, you, you feel ready and even though you're never actually ready you know just like people say it's funny because the other day I was just thinking because I started my period like three days ago and I was like in my mind like yo I was really living like I forgot that I had a period right. <laughs> like this whole month I was living for 28 days completely irrelevant to the fact that I have a period and then it just popped up and even though I've had my period every day for however long I could remember it still shocks me 
So that in my mind is how I imagine a kid is. It's like, yeah, I'm prepared. I read all the books. I bought all the things, you know, I have the man, but the baby come out, comes out and I'm just lost. I'm in love, but I'm lost. And I'm completely aware that that will happen. Yeah. it's, it's I mean, yeah, you can be physically prepared as much as possible, but mentally, emotionally, it's, it doesn't come that easily. Um, I've, yeah, I've seen and read so many people's experiences where their life is like, I don't want to say perfect, but they're financially where they need to be to have a child. And they have the healthy relationship and they're pregnant. And then once that baby come and they're like, holy fudge, I did not see this. Like, <gasps> it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a complete shift. Thinking about having a baby is different than actually having a baby. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. just like a relationship. It's like thinking about having a relationship versus actually being in a relationship completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's that's when the work comes in. And when you start doing the work, then things change. But the thing about a baby that's different than niggas is you can't leave niggas. <laughs> I mean, you can't leave a baby. You, you can leave niggas. I can leave niggas all day, but you can't leave a baby. <laughs> you can't. No. So you have to, once you do the work, you have to let that work become muscle memory because you're going to have to be doing it constantly and regularly and every day. And there are no breaks. And that's right. something that as humans, we don't experience until we're parents. The the right. the feeling of having no breaks. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing too is like having having a child requires you to do a lot of self reflection and self work that yes. um that most people most people I think that's what makes uh the difference between certain like children like I don't know how how do I say this okay maybe I shouldn't say it because I can't I don't know how to say it but yes it requires you to do a lot of self-work and self-reflection that a lot of people don't want to do because Mm -hmm. it again is change Mm -hmm. change is hard and but once you understand that working on yourself and doing this self this whole entire change about you is what's going to benefit your child in the future. Uh, it helps. It helps to keep you pushing and get it done. Well, there's, there's no, like, actually, you don't get it done because it's mm-hmm. a forever thing. Yep. You're constantly doing work on yourself. Right. And I think that's, well, this is going down a different path, but... <laughs> but go ahead I think that's the thing that people misunderstand is you shouldn't be changing the child to fit your life yes if that makes sense Mm -hmm. you shouldn't be forcing the child to okay you gotta stay quiet you gotta do this like let them be who they are Mm -hmm. let them express themselves let them communicate how I mean yeah there are things that they should how to share how to communicate properly how to um, understand relationships and things like that yeah 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 those they should yeah you should be teaching but as far as like the individual the character the child in itself don't change them don't Mm -hmm. change them to fit what idea you think they like who they should be let them express themselves and be who they are you should be changing yourself to be the best version of you in order to raise a healthy healthy human being that's free-spirited and knows that they are loved yeah because the overall what we want is a emotionally mentally stable human being to go mm-hmm. into society mm-hmm. that's that's i'm pretty sure i mean 
correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like that's what we all want from our children at the end of the day. Exactly. We do. Everyone does, I hope. Yeah. But in order to do that, you have to work on yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I—that's what I'm trying to do. Before any children come into place, trying to build these these mental resources, trying to you know get comfortable. Like I don't know. I guess with myself, and then also with the thought of having a child and being <laughs> being bothered twenty four seven. I'm sorry. The thought of that. Oh my god. I, I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. But that's coming from a person that does not have a child. Once I have a child, then that will have to change. And the selfish part of me is like, I don't want to change that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of people like that. And um, and it's like, I'm allowed to be selfish right now until until I'm 32. <laughs> then we're going to have problems. <laughs> but that's the thing, too, is like, you're st- when you have a kid, that you should still be a little bit selfish. Mm-hmm. You should. I say that, I mean... You cannot take care of your child if you have not taken care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that means you making sure that you are emotionally and mentally stable and to be the if I'm if I'm hurt, if I'm tired, if I'm just drained and I keep pushing and pushing and pushing to be there for my child I'm not whole I'm not myself I'm not my best self Mm -hmm. I cannot be there for my child my best version cannot be there because I have not taken the time for myself to unwind relax do what I need to do to be the best version for my child Mm -hmm. so that's what I mean when I say like being a little selfish is actually good and the best for you yeah, when you're a parent. And I, I hate when parents sometimes are like, no, you should not be selfish. You should dedicate every second, every time for your child. That's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. That's so unhealthy. That's unrealistic because you will drain yourself. Mm-hmm. Drain yourself to the point where you cannot be there for your child whole. Yep. Then building up unrealistic expectations. Your child can't do stuff for themselves. They need mommy. Right. And so that's why I'm like, damn, weekends, weekends are for me. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Weekends, you you and dad go somewhere, do what you need to do. Weekends, I need to do whatever I need to do to, you know, gain, recharge, and be refreshed again so then I can be the best mom possible. The rest of the week mm-hmm, exactly and creating those boundaries are very important too very very important when it comes to parenting and I mean that's just my opinion and that's what's just worked for me and I know other people probably have other things or disagree with what I say but I agree with you wholeheartedly shit if I was a mama too we'd probably be on the same damn mom vibe <laughs> we'd both be chilling in robes with fucking oh yeah i need a fucking vacation i love my time and that's the thing I <laughs> when i'm hanging out with uh friends mm-hmm. and uh they're like where is where's your son and i'm like nigga with his dad the fuck yeah with safe the fuck? and without me <laughs> with uh, yeah they're like shocked that like oh my gosh you've been with me for like we've been hanging out for four hours like where's your child why are you not with it like I don't, okay I don't, that's mean i have to be glued to my hip yeah exactly just because i'm a parent doesn't mean i should be with my child every second of every day exactly that's kind of mean <laughs> right like damn don't you have a baby to watch yes and that baby has a father watching him the fuck <laughs> the fuck and i have a life too i'm more than just a mom mm-hmm and I, that's what pisses me off and people don't realize I'm I'm not just a mom. I'm also a human fucking being that has other shit. That, that they want do to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you have dreams that you want to accomplish. Right. Exactly. Right, exactly. And it's just it's 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 crazy to deal with, but I went down this whole fucking path that at this point I don't even know what the fuck I just <laughs> I was just talking off the top of my head, you know what I mean? 
No, you're freaking amazing. That was amazing. And lastly, on the topic of children, would you get your newborn baby chiropractor? Would you take your newborn baby to the chiropractor? No, I wouldn't even take myself to the chiropractor. (laughs) I found this thing, and it's funny because I read it a couple years ago too, but I found this thing again that said, um, like, when babies come out through the birth canal, through the vagina, okay, then um, it's like the most detrimental or the most hurtful experience, the painful experience that the human body can go through in their lifetime. So getting that initial, (laughs) that initial little pops and like work, that chiropractic work, it's healthy for you. And there's been a lot of babies that like respond so well to it. Like during the thing, they'll, they'll fall asleep. Okay. Um, and I'm like, damn, maybe, maybe. Wait, so <laughs> I mean, I'd go to the chiropractor first, but I'm talking wait. six months old, as young as six months old. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take my six-month-old. Personally, that's a little too young. <laughs> I'd massage them. I'd take mine to the massage parlor and, like, get those knots worked out. <laughs> Be getting, like, cracked and neck flipped. Uh, not necessarily. But maybe, like, at one. Or maybe even like four or five. I know too damn too many fucking babies that have not gone to a chiropractor <laughs> that young and they're doing perfectly fucking fine. Facts. Basically. Facts. So, exactly. I like unless I see a kid that's had gone to the chiropractor chi- chiropractor. Never met chiropractor. one. <laughs> When they were younger, and now they're what fucking super athletes or some shit. Then maybe I'll think about it. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> but like, no, I've never met a child or met a parent who said, "Yeah, I've taken my baby to the chiropractor." Right. My little fresh out the poon. And then there's benefits. Like, if there's real benefits from it, then why maybe... haven't? Yeah, why haven't we heard of it though? That's true. Because I'd massage, I'd get some like really good smelling rubbing oil and rub my baby's back with my thumbs all day. Yeah. (laughs) Like all day. (laughs) I have no problem with doing that, but chiropractor? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. I I don't know why I feel like I saw a video of a chiropractor, somebody flipping a baby by its leg and its bones was cracking. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. I could not. Terrible. Yeah, terrible. Exactly. Yes. Do you remember that video? I don't know if you saw it. Mm -hmm. It was like everywhere on social media where it was the lady doing yoga with the baby, but like flipping the baby around, like all. (laughs) Wait, I feel the baby from its ankle. I think so. And like the mom is an actual like yoga instructor person. Yeah. Yes, I have seen that. She was holding the baby, and I mean, probably six months, six months, yeah, by the ankle, and just swinging it like it's a piece of rag. Uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) No. No, it's terrible. It looks scary. It really looks. Maybe I'm imagining that and a chiropractor all in one. No, like I in see the lots air, of hair upside down around her armpits and shit. <laughs> like a baton. <laughs> that baby was a baton. <laughs> but the baby wasn't crying. It was just like laying there, like nothing. I was like, um that don't look right. <laughs> That baby's stunned or something. It's in shock. (laughs) Right. I was questioning even if it was a real baby. I need to find that video and send it to you. Please. (laughs) Please. Oh my gosh, hold on. Oh my god. And speaking of videos and children, I did see a video not too long ago, like a couple of days ago on Twitter that came from TikTok. And it was like, there's been a lot of like parenting TikTok videos that I've seen and a lot of them I'm like, oh, dang, this is actually kind of amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like this is kind of dope. I don't have the patience for that yet, but that's why we are waiting. <laughs> but there was this one woman who like her baby was having a tantrum 
And so, and she was like, I've been practicing, um, or not, I've been practicing. I think she's never hit him, but she's like said, I've never, uh, I've been practicing, uh, non, non touching, uh, fucking correctional stuff, whatever. Like, I don't know why I can't think of it. My brain's flipping, but she just doesn't want to hit him. But like when he's having a meltdown or like acting up, she also doesn't want to yell. So she'll just sit there and then she'll just try to touch him and just try to um, sit him down. And then it was actually kind of nice, like watching it, (laughs) like not nice at first, like my head went through a bunch of different questions. I was like, first, why are you recording this? Second, what the fuck is going on? Three. But then once I kind of watched it again, then I was like, wait, I would have fucking preferred that as a child (laughs) over being yelled at, over being spanked over because something maybe didn't go my way because of whatever whatever like I don't know but just watching different parents react even if it is not how you would once you had a child it's being like hmm these are some different tools that I could put under my belt and also I don't have to hit my child and I don't have to yell at my child (laughs) so there's just so many realizations that can just come from just anything you know so I love those parenting videos those videos are nice um because it shows you an alternative way of dealing with children and disciplining in general because there's not just one correct way sometimes with one child you have to use multiple ways of discipline yep you have to figure out what's working for your child and what works And you have to realize that before you could become a parent and you have to know that you are going to have to experiment. I'm sorry, so. but the phone, well, not the phone, <laughs> but the, <clears throat> it was lagging a little bit. Like you, <laughs> I, I can't remember now what girl. We're dying. I know. We did two episodes though. I'm so proud of us. I am too. I am too, too, too. Did you see the video that I sent you? Yes, I need to click it. I was checking our uh, responses to the, a tweet that I sent out. Oh, oh my god. Let me check this. Hold on. Wait, this is the swing baby. <laughs> I need to see the swing baby. Let me faces. skip this ad. Well, a viral video circulating the web right now. <laughs> Not it being on the news. Yeah, it's kind of a mind blower. Most of the clips we're talking about on YouTube are called baby yoga or some variation of that. Our Ashley Glass is live here in the studio to show us now, and I've been waiting all afternoon to see this story, Ashley. Sure, Linda, and in the video, you're about to see one of the first questions a lot of you will probably ask yourself, is this real? Well, it is, according to Time Magazine. They have verified. In the middle of the most scary, I've never held a Oh my god. Like no one else because she is a new mom. Wow, no. She's watching yoga guru Lena Fakina doing what she calls dynamic gymnastics in Russia. My stomach is is actually like in knots right now. That is terrible. Right? Yeah, that is terrible. (laughs) That baby just chilling naked. Right? Just swinging. Just swinging. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god yeah no damn that's crazy there need there completely needs to be a parody of that (laughs) just flipping the baby up in the air (laughs) oh my god but yeah any more baby topic any more any last thing on the babies on the children on the stay-at-home motherhood before we round it up and do our final thoughts Cause that was a good episode girl you brought a great episode to the table okay come on lily takeover is this a lily takeover yes this is a lily takeover so? it was a great episode i loved it personally i think our listeners are gonna enjoy it i hope so yeah <laughs> i really hope so because i i really feel like i was talking a lot of dookie out of my ass girl they love that <laughs> Y'all just taking all this shit, huh? Girl, and with that, final thoughts. Any final, yeah. final, Any thoughts. final thoughts? I'm tired as fuck. Girl, I'll go ahead and say one. Ooh, actually, I have a couple of final thoughts. Come on, uh, interesting week. So first off, I did my laundry in, um, in my apartment complex. We have a laundry room. 
And a lot of times people will leave like free stuff. And so there was a book <laughs> in the laundry room and I looked at it very quickly and it was Scott Westerfeld Uglies. And I own the third and the fourth book in the series. I stole them from elementary school, <laughs> elementary school and middle school. And um, I was like just literally two weeks ago, I was telling myself I, I would love to restart this series, but I just don't have the first or the second book. And then boom, my broke ass oh, was doing laundry upstairs. And it the first one was just chilling on the little thing where people put the free stuff. So I grabbed it. And it's a new cover. Like it's a completely like remade cover. Like they reprinted the books. The so it, mm -hmm, the ugly series, it's uglies, pretties, specials, and extras. And I own specials and extras and uglies now. <laughs> I don't remember. What was that about? It was about this girl. Like you grow up, <laughs> you grow up ugly. And then like when you turn like 16 or 18, now, girl, now I need to reread the book. Then you have to, you get surgery to become pretty. And like they live in like this hyper futuristic technical universe or earth or whatever. And so they're navigating with like hoverboards and like they're doing all this real, really cool things. And so Tally, I'm, I believe that Tally's the main character and I'm pretty sure it's her that like decides that she doesn't want to do surgery and so she ends up moving to the pretty town and like wearing a mask or something I forget I forget but now that I'm retelling and trying to remember it I remembered how much I loved it as a child so oh, wow. yes I, I need to reread it <laughs> reread it I need to reread it <laughs> yeah and I so, need to see if there's a movie it is interesting oh my gosh okay 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 I just googled it <laughs> <laughs> what and, happened uh, no the cover i remember the cover picture yes the eye yeah and being in um middle school or whatnot and seeing that and i was like oh that looks so good mm -hmm. i have my seventh grade middle school teacher's name on the spine of one of the books because she's the teacher who i took that book from because uh -uh. <laughs> i was like i read the first and the second one in elementary <laughs> Wow, that's um okay, manifest manifest destiny and fucking coincidence. Right? Come on, ugly, what you calling me? <laughs> you trying to say something? <laughs> wow, that's no, that's some good luck. But that was one thing, and then another thing, um, Beyonce teasing a new collaboration not a new collaboration but a new ivy park drop um so today she just released that there's going to be a new collection so again beyonce anybody that works for beyonce or can get us into beyonce's ears we are a size large we yeah. can share <laughs> size large we and everything we can sharing. share we don't mind <laughs> so okay. if if you want to send us a box, Lily now lives in a house that can accept all day round delivery. So no need to worry about picking it up at the post office. It's safe here. So Beyonce, Ivy Park, Parkwood, uh, Rock Nation, Ducey, Company, them, hit us up. <laughs> and last but not least, <laughs> I love Beyonce. And last like, but not least. <laughs> every other episode, we've probably been like, yo. Anybody that works there. <laughs> if it's not Beyonce, episode. it's Nicki Minaj. <laughs> exactly, that's true. But my last final thought is Britney Spears went to court. Um, I don't know if it was today, but it could have been today because I just saw the articles. But she went to talk about her conveyorship and her conservatorship, which was first placed on her in 2008 with her father being named permanent conservator of her affairs and her attorney Andrew Wallet, the permanent co-conservator of her estate, after Jamie stepped down due to health reasons in September 2019, Jody Montgomery was named temporary conservator. So basically, Brittany's life is in the palms of other people. So today she was finally able to talk about it. And this is what she said. I didn't know I could petition the conser the convict. Why the fuck can I not speak? The conservator. <laughs> that the c Woo! word okay the conservatorship <laughs> i can't speak come on why do i sound like medea <laughs> okay breathe conserve conservatorship that easy ass word 
I didn't know I can petition the conservatorship to end. I honestly didn't know that. I've done more than enough. I don't owe these people anything. I've roofed and clothed and fed people on the road. Adding, it's demoralizing what I've been through. I've never said it openly. I've never thought anyone would believe me. I'm not lying. I just want my life back. It's been 13 years and it's been enough. I want to be able to be heard. I've kept this in for so long, it's not good for my heart. I've been so angry, I cry every day. For my sanity, I need to get it off of my heart. The anger, all of it. The main reason why I'm here today is I want to end the conservatorship without being evaluated. So, prayers up for Brittany. If you guys remember the... um. New York Times special on Hulu that I talked about a couple episodes ago where they went really well in depth about her situation, what's going on, even her past, so that you guys can, you know, remember those good old times. Oh, baby, baby, you know, so hook it up. I really hope Brittany Spears. I hope so. Like like ever since she shaved her hair off, like her life, not just her, but like the people around her have been just fucking her shit up. Yeah, because they they have that image that hey, she's this quote unquote crazy person. We can prove it. Look at what she's yeah. done. This is why we need to be in charge of her. So, like, how do you even end up in that situation where someone is like, that's terrible. A hold of all your shit, like, and you what? That's terrible because I've never heard of it until Brittany. I've never yeah. heard of it. Not even old people. Exactly. So like that's wild. Damn. But Damn. I hope I hope everything's good for her, man. I really wanted to make sure that I said that because one, that was breaking news. That posted three hours ago, okay? So no Black Me Up is on the case, even though this episode won't post for a while. But that's true, that's true. But we was on the case day of, okay? so i feel so sorry for her i do too and also we spoke about infants tell me why i had this um summer walker article pulled up i don't know why just because i was looking up what the fuck she was feeding to her baby because people were saying that she was giving her baby just a little bit of everything honey and shit then I was like, you can't oh. give babies honey because it'll give them botulism and shit. So I was looking mm. up all of what Summer Walker was giving her baby. Then I was looking up botulism. Then I was looking up what can cause botulism. <laughs> then I looked oh, up man. how old. <laughs> so I was I just went down a whole rabbit hole. So yeah, Summer Walker, just give your baby some formula, please. And stop posting pictures of that damn baby on the internet. You got people talking about its damn leg thigh meat. Like, stop. Are you kidding? Like, how the baby's thigh meat was a little bit thicker a couple months ago. And now that the baby's been on that damn diet that she's been showing her Instagram live followers and whatever, then the baby's leg is thinner. What the fuck? So. Uh, uh, I heard, well, I didn't hear, but, like, I saw, uh, like... The article title of her people talking about her what she was feeding her baby and I didn't even bother mm. to click on it I exactly like, I don't wow. even need to click on shit I see people saying bitch Summer Walker just put some <gasps> almond seeds some nut milk and some fucking honey in a blender and gave it to that baby I was like damn <laughs> you're kidding so she she just did it's like everybody has an opinion on how the fuck you should raise your children like one mind your like unless it's you know because i think i've said this before in the old uh episode where Mm. there was this woman that was like feeding her one-year-old two-year-old i think it was Mm one-year-old she was feeding her one-year-old like actually like full like cooked meals and she's caribbean so like some jerk chicken oh yeah yeah like full meals nothing dangerous it's not, you know, mm-hmm. obviously she takes the bone and stuff out of that, out of the chicken and all that. Exactly, it's just the bone. Yeah, people were all up in the comments like, you shouldn't be feeding, you shouldn't do that, and you should do this, and how dare you, you're a terrible mother, your child's gonna oh, die see that, because of that. That's you. terrible. That that stuff is terrible. And, and I don't think that a little Caribbean food ain't ain't harmful at all. <laughs> right, but her, she literally cooks all, she does not do like any processed or 
canned or boxed foods. She Mm -hmm. cooks her vegetables, uh, poultry, rice, like noodles. Like she actually cooks all the food. You know what I mean? It's homemade. Mm -hmm. And people have the nerve to say, you shouldn't be doing this, this and that. Hell no, because I want to do homemade baby food so bad. Like, I see myself with, like, the little baby bullet, actually a couple little baby bullets, and then, like, the cute little things in the fridge where their meals are prepped and, like, I have everything. But it's, like, now the stuff where, like, giving a baby honey under one-year-old can cause botulism and muscle weakness and can kill your child, that is terrible. One, if you're going to do that, at least... If you didn't know that, once somebody brought that to your attention, at least stop posting the fact that you do that online and stop showing people your baby, knowing that your baby is subject to so much damn criticism. People just need to get the fuck. Two things. One, Mm -hmm. I have a problem with people posting their children. I I do too. A lot, a lot, a lot. I mean, there's so many people now like using their children as like profile pictures. Well, no, like, making money out of their children. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, making a whole fucking Instagram account, for example. Just dedicated to the baby. And isn't there a documentary or something coming out? Like, um, pretty soon, well, actually, I don't know if there's a documentary, but what I'm getting at is pretty soon we're going to live in a generation where all of the children have have had accounts since they were two years old, (laughs) since they were out of the womb, you know? Like, and then how are these children going to feel about that? You know, um, there's just so much, so much. So me, I plan on doing old school, cute little camera, maybe even like flash drives. Like maybe there'll be like a cute little booklet where I could have like four flash drives inside of it. And then like, this is like ages one through six, one through da, da, da. Then I just give it all to my child. Then it's like, put these in a computer and like, you know, they're yours. Do what you want with them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, there's so that would many be high tech where everyone does not need to see your child's everything mm-hmm. move. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. That and then two. Um, mind your fucking business. Mind your goddamn business. But exactly. Also, how are you supposed to mind your business when you you're posting every every goddamn thing? Right. <laughs> like, what do you it expect? Makes no sense. When you post it, what do you expect? People are going to come for you. That's just how people are on social media. I'm going to tell y'all, I'm not going to be posting my child all up online, but y'all are going to get annoyed with my fucking postcards of my child every two weeks. (laughs) Y'all going to be like, oh, goddamn, another postcard from Deja. Goddamn. (laughs) Oh, her baby doing well. He's just in the bathtub. Fuck. Okay, I get it, Deja. Your baby's doing well. I fucking get it. So cute. So cute. But no, I'm definitely going the postcard route. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Ridiculous. Um, I'm, I'm disappointed, but at the same time, like. Shocked, but not surprised. Right, right. Shocked, not surprised. What'd you expect, nigga? <laughs> What'd you expect, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny facts and that with that be, that would be my uh final thought okay that would be my final thought there you go see my brain is not working right now and i don't know what it is <laughs> i was gonna say instead of bye every day you're gonna say the fuck nigga <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> the fuck nigga <laughs> then just cut because literally I swear every day I'm doing something out in public. There's at least once that I'm like, what the fuck? Literally. And do you believe that all these unmasked people are vaccinated? Because I don't. Oh, hell. Don't get me I don't. that shit. Baby, I don't. started wearing gloves in public now. <laughs> Catch me. Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't. It's even I nastier. Do I need to do that because one time. Oh, my gosh. I went with my sister to the grocery store. Mm. Her ass is vaccinated, and her ass decides to fucking not put a mask. That's her business. See, I'm vaccinated, mask on, but that's me. Right? And so we go to the store in this specific area that's full of conservatives, by the way. 
Um, and like nobody has a fucking mask on. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I swear to you, me and some other nigga are probably the only ones in that <laughs> store that had a mask on. Even the workers. The, yep, yep, yep. Said that you've been vaccinated. Mm-hmm. There's so many people faking that card. Nigga, that card is free. Exactly, the card's free. The card is free. It's called going and getting vaccinated. Exactly. But you out here protect, like lying to people that you. <laughs> Have you heard of that COVID vaccine lottery? Are you entered into the lottery, girl? What lottery? Apparently, there's a lottery. Hold on, let me look it up really quick. Like they're giving away a couple million bucks. Officials to begin contacting Washington Vaccine Lottery Week 3 winners. So every week, a shot of a lifetime vaccine lottery every Tuesday. Um, Let's see. Hold on. Let's see what they win. You had to have gotten your immunization before, like, June or some shit like that. Like, your first shot. Before June? Mm-hmm. Oh girl, I have shit. Hold on, wait a Exactly, time. exactly. Check your email. You would have gotten a a bit of the prize pool. The lottery spokesperson said alternative winning, alternate winning numbers for the youth drawing and for the twenty five hundred thousand dollar adult drawings were held Tuesday. So, how will winners be contacted, and how do I win? How do I like what? I need to know, like, how I know if I'm entered. I know, right? com slash vaccination. How the fuck you got a million dollars to give to a person for a lottery, mm-hmm. but you can't pay us during the COVID or, uh, pandemic? Ooh, come on, Lily. Come on, Lily. Hit them. Hit them with it. You give us $1,000. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Is that the, the first payment was what a thousand dollars for everyone? I think that first one was like six hundred only. Somewhere around there. And then we wait another six months or longer and mm. get another thousand dollars. You only paid us twice in a year, right? Yep, it was only twice. Two or three. We've only gotten three stimuluses, I think. And the reason you can only pay us that that much is because we're in so much debt. But you have the nerve to have a fucking a lottery for Mm. the Mm. numbers don't add, my friend. They definitely don't because they know that if people think that they have a chance to win money, then they're they'll probably do it. Right, but why couldn't you just pay us during the pandemic? Exactly. Canada was giving every nigga what mm-hmm. two grand every month or some shit like that. See, and that's My why I wish I wanted to jump the border. I had nobody to go with me. I, I would. You could have <laughs> just said something. Like we going. <laughs> Bye, baby. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you guys for listening. We are on Twitter at Black Me at Podcasts. Oh, we talked about flipping babies. <laughs> we talked about <laughs> Summer Walker's baby. We talked about Beyonce. <laughs> oh, at least Summer Walker's not flipping babies. Is that what we should call them? <laughs> True. At least Summer's at least... not flipping babies. I don't even know what's worse. I think giving her honey is worse than fucking flipping the baby like a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> the video she's that, that thing like oh my god <laughs> recklessly oh and another thing i wanted to say everybody listening i am a part of a competition like not competition show but a part of a competition game and so i'm competing right now and i can't tell you guys any information because like there haven't hasn't been a winner yet so um i'm planning on making a podcast special that goes week by week about with my experience through the game kind of played out like a television show kind and I'm gonna drop it on the black me up feed on Fridays um starting hopefully in the beginning of July so you guys I want you to look out for that because it's gonna be so much fun and uh hint 
and not spoiler alert, but kind of spoiler alert. I made it farther in the game than I expected. So <laughs> it's oh, going to be really? so much fun. So yeah, I want you guys to look out for that coming to you guys on Fridays in July. So that's so exciting. Yeah. With that being said, any more final thoughts for <laughs> to end our final thought? I saw this tweet earlier, which yes. is perfect, but um, they said thighs are so good <laughs> on chicken on women. Five stars, excellent job, Jesus. And I agree. That's and how with, I'm gonna end it. <laughs> and with that being said, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Have a wonderful week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>